Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from the I tested five more marketing principles to see if they really worked. Nudge Podcast with Phil Agnew episode of Nudge, Marketing Science Simplified Claim. Check out the Nudge Podcast episode page and show notes. Key books and podcasts mentioned. Using behavioral science and marketing drive customer action and loyalty by prompting instinctive response B. Nancy Horhut. The book is a goldmine for marketers looking to apply psychological principles to their work. Marketing Against the Grain by HubSpot Podcast Network. Phil's favorite episode. Seven First Principles of Marketing. Covers essential marketing strategies and tactics. Intro. Never get your phone stolen on the beach again, okay? Now that I have your attention, keep reading for a short intro to this episode. Join Nancy Horhut, an expert in behavioral science and marketing, and Phil Agnew as they delve into six powerful psychology-inspired principles to enhance your marketing efforts uncover the impact of the consistency principle, framing, input bias, information gap, and authority bias on our everyday decisions and find out how to harness them to drive behavior change also. I wasn't joking, you will find out one thing you can do to make your phone 4x safer on the beach. Host, Phil Agnew, P underscore Agnew. Keep your phone safe on the beach with the help of the consistency principle. The Beach Blanket Experiment by Tom Moriarty. In 1972, Thomas Moriarty conducted a psychological experiment on a beach in New York City. In the experiment, a researcher posed as a beachgoer and asked a neighbor to watch the things while they went to the boardwalk. A thief then attempted to steal the researcher's radio, which was left playing loudly on the blanket. In the control group, where no commitment to watch the things had been requested, only 4 out of 20 people intervened with the thief. In the experiment group, where people had been asked to keep an eye on the neighbor's things, 19 out of 20 people intervened with the thief. The consistency principle suggests that humans like to stay consistent with their previous declarations. The consistency principle is visible in all sorts of human behavior, including how we vote, eat, like, and hate. Marketers and business folk use the consistency bias to nudge consumers towards certain behaviors. How the Consistency Principle Can Boost Customer Commitment Nancy Horhut describes the consistency principle as a way to start with a small yes and build consistency by getting subsequent commitments from customers. The principle works by freeing customers from having to process all the information and by making mental shortcuts that help them stay consistent with their previous decisions. Nancy provides an example of using the consistency principle in marketing by offering a free trial and then reminding customers to upgrade to a full membership. This approach resulted in a double-digit response rate, as customers were more likely to commit to a full membership if they had previously accepted the free trial. Phil's test. Phil experimented to test the consistency principle by reminding email subscribers that they have been following the show for 12 months before asking for a review. The consistency bearer of the email had a higher open rate and click rate than the control version. Reminding customers of their previous support increased their commitment to the podcast. Phil emphasizes that tiny changes can have a significant impact on behavioral science, and framing is a principle that showcases this best. How framing can influence decision-making and behavior. Framing refers to the way a message is presented, and small changes in framing can have a significant impact on how people perceive and respond to the message. 
Brian Wanson conducted a study where he changed the names of dishes on a restaurant menu to see if it would change diners' attitudes toward them. Small framing changes, such as calling courgette cookies grandma's zucchini cookies or fish filet with salad succulent Italian seafood filet, increased sales by 27% and improved people's attitudes towards the food and the restaurant. Framing can also change people's political views, as demonstrated by a 2020 experiment in Germany where participants were more likely to agree with statements that were framed as being endorsed by their political party. Elizabeth Loftus conducted a study where participants watched a video of a car accident and estimated the speed of the cars. The participants were asked about how fast were the cars going when they hit each other. Each group was given different verbs i.e. one group was asked collided, one was asked smashed, etc. People estimated that the cars were going faster when the question used the word smashed compared to collided, even though everyone watched the same video. Framing can be more powerful than focusing on money, as demonstrated by a Stanford study where a lemonade stand was set up with signs saying spend a little time and enjoy some lemonade, spend a little money and enjoy some lemonade, and enjoy some lemonade. People spent more money and rated the experience more highly when the sign said spend a little time and enjoy some lemonade. Phil's test. Phil conducted two Google surveys with different framing to 200 people, but the test failed to get a better response rate when framed as a little time. The random group had no prior context or prompting, and targeting podcast fans could yield more accurate results. While framing can be powerful, testing is recommended before implementing it as some aspects of priming have struggled to be proven in multiple tests and have replication bias. Using input bias to increase customer perception of value. Input bias is a principle used by behavioral scientists that states people often use the amount of time or effort put into something as an indicator of its quality. Humans evaluate value using input bias as a shortcut when making decisions. People rely on input bias when they are not sure how to assess something. In a study where people were asked to evaluate two reports, one on electronic ink and the other on optical switches, participants thought that the report that took 2 hours and 37 minutes to create was better, even though they were not experts on the topic. Highlighting the amount of time spent creating something can make people value it more. It is recommended to use well-placed input bias rather than going on and on about oneself. Some examples of input bias include interviewing 10,000 customers, having a team of 30 scientists working on three different continents, testing 70 competitors to create a better product, or never machine sewing but always hand stitching. Companies like Burger King, KFC, and Heinz use input bias to make people value their products more. Burger King, for example, puts flame grilled since 1954 on their stores to trigger input bias. Phil's test. Phil created two Reddit ads for a test. First ad, learn six memorable marketing lessons with Nudge with a link to listen. Second ad, I've spent 480 minutes listening to marketing experts. Here are the six best lessons I've learned. The second ad uses input bias by highlighting the amount of time Phil spent creating the podcast. Spent $100 on both sets of Reddit ads. The input bias version had a 45% higher click-through rate. Impressive considering only a line of copy was changed. Input bias could save a multinational advertiser a significant amount if applied across ads. How to use the information gap to get people to take action. The information gap is a cognitive bias that occurs when some information is withheld from people, making them more interested in the topic. 
it was coined by a neuroeconomist named George Lowenstein, who found that people will take action to close the gap between what they know and what they want to know. In marketing this bias can be used to get people to take action such as buying, trying, or clicking. The key is to point out that there's something the person doesn't know but would like to know, creating a curiosity gap. A great example is a campaign for a dental insurance company at a trade show. They use the slogan find your 5 to 7 to pique the interest of dentists, referring to the recommended amount of years worth of income to have in reserve in case of disability. This campaign attracted many people to the booth and allowed sales reps to follow up with messaging surrounding the 5 to 7. The research shows that people need to be somewhat interested in the topic to care about the information gap, but they can't already know the answer. Leaving something unknown can also make a person seem more attractive, as demonstrated in a study where women were more likely to pick men who hadn't revealed whether they found them attractive or not. Phil's Test Testing the information gap, the email subject line Jose Mourinho on nudge, at a 7% better open rate and increased listeners by 41% for an episode about Mourinho's career. Applying the information gap in convincing people to do something can have a significant impact on behavior. Also, check out these podcast notes for the above episode about Mourinho and Mind Games. The long-lasting impact of authority bias. The final bias discussed is the authority bias. Authority is something that is instilled in us from a young age, and we are taught to recognize and respect it. As a result, adults are more likely to listen to what an authority figure says or follow their instructions. Authority is a decision-making shortcut. This bias can be used in marketing by having someone outside of the company endorse a product or service, making it more credible. The trappings of authority, such as clothing, background, or credentials, can also make a person seem more trustworthy and increase their influence. The authority bias can also be demonstrated in everyday situations, such as when a person turns to someone in uniform to solve a problem. The monkey study conducted by Robert Diener, Dimitri Amit, Kira, and Michael Platt found that macaques were willing to pay more to view photos of high-authority monkeys than low-authority ones. In a study cited in Stuart Sutherland's book Irrationality, nurses complied with a request from someone claiming to be a doctor, despite the request going against rules and being twice the maximum dose. 95% of nurses complied with the request. The power of authority lies in people following it, even when it goes against the rules. People use shortcuts to make decisions, not always evaluating options evenly, and making snap decisions based on biases. Phil's Test Phil conducted a test on email subject lines for his newsletter. The newsletter was about Mayor Shankar Meyer, a behavioral scientist hired by Obama. Two subject lines were used. Control this one-word change boosted enrollment by 9%. Authority bias version how Obama's behavioral scientist boosted enrollment by 9%. Obama's subject line had a 3% lower open rate. It did get more clicks, but the authority bias did not work. Authority bias works best when someone in authority is advising or commanding. Phil applied the bias in the wrong way by just name-checking Obama. The control subject line was better and won the test. Simple enticing subject lines that trigger an information gap are effective. That wraps up the notes for this episode. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The Top 10 Ideas of the Week. Every Monday.